It is Friday, September 23rd in the MLB, and I'm Austin from Calling Our Shot. And I'm Logan from Calling Our Shot. And we are back. It's the same time and same place. We are doing our two favorite game picks, one no one first inning, and parlay of the day coming right up. As always, guys, just do us a favor. Go down and hit that subscribe button if you aren't already subbed to our channel. Austin and I do put a lot of hard work into these videos, so it's the least you guys could do. All right, and let's hop into a recap from yesterday. Our two money line picks do not get it done. We go one and two. Nerfy Nation gets another win, only four away from number 100. We recap Thursday night football. We cash the Browns minus three and a half. Down to the Peoples Jones didn't get it done, but our same game parlay did get hit at plus 472. Now we're going to do this is a new segment because we're going to bring it in, everyone. We're going to do a uh, moment of silence for the people that got wronged on that last that second touchdown in Thursday night football. It was. A brutal beat, so just a second. All right, yeah, if you lost some money, I'm sorry to that. That was absolutely brutal. At least FanDuel refunded the odds boost that they had out there, but we're going to keep diving in. This is the MLB, but we do have a couple NFL and college football videos live. College football week four, NFL week three, and our parlays, player props, and predictions will be live today at 12 p.m. Eastern time in roughly four hours. So definitely check that out. We don't have a couple. We don't have any new All-Stars today. Change that tomorrow, but Logan, it's Friday, baby. Let's make some money. What do you got? Yeah, yesterday I reminded me again why I don't like touching run lines, money lines uh, this time of year. So we're going to go back to a total, right? These treat these have treated us really well the past month. So we're going to the Blue Jays versus Rays game, and I'm taking the under seven total runs in this one. Plus 100 odds on Barstool, as Austin's showing here. Not not a ton of books have it right here, but plus 100, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and, and take the, the plus money. It should be even odds on most books. But the books... Look at the line on this one, right? The books expect pitching to be the dominating factor in this one. After 15 runs scored between these two teams yesterday, to come back with it with an under seven total runs, they're clearly expecting you know the the bats to have been fluky yesterday, and I, that's what that's how I see it as well, right? Springs is pitching you know today 0.00 ERA and a 0.84 WHIP in two games versus Toronto this season. Yes, he's yet to allow an earned run. He has pitched very well versus the Toronto Blue Jays, and I hope he can keep it up today. Because Toronto, I mean, they're hit, they're hitting 269 in their last three versus lefty. Springs is a left-handed pitcher, but Springs is a really crafty left-handed pitcher, right? He's not your just average, you know, turkey tossing left-handed pitcher. And, and honestly, if you look at Tam- if you look at how uh, the the Blue Jays' offense has performed in Tampa Bay, they don't like the trop. I mean, for good reason, right? It's an ugly stadium. But to- Tampa Bay has been unfavorably for the Toronto Bats in the last three. Uh, games in, in Tampa Bay, the Jays are only hitting 206. And that does include the performance they had last night where they put up five runs. So you look at that and you're like, may, maybe their their offense once again does kind of sputter a little bit, especially with Springs pitching well. Now on the other side, we got Mitch White, right? Now Mitch White, now my favorite guy to back on an under, 4.5 ERA, 1.17 whip against Tampa Bay this season. But you know what? He's he's more of a rotational guy, right? They're not going to leave Mitch White out there long if, if they sense danger, right? They are very quick to pull him. Mitch White, 7.36 ERA on the road. He shouldn't go too deep into this game, though, right? I, I sense probably max like four innings pitched for, for Mitch White, unless he's just absolutely striking out the side. Then they'll leave him in as long as they need to. Uh, but the, the, the Toronto bullpen can, can come and rescue him. And honestly, look at Tampa Bay, right? Tampa Bay's only hitting 222 in their last three games. That includes the 10, 10 run outburst yesterday, right? This Rays offense, let me tell you right now, from a guy that, that had to put on a clown nose from trying to back this Rays offense, this Rays offense yeah. is the definition of hit or miss. They're either scoring, you know, the eight eight runs, ten runs, or they're getting shut out. They get shut out way too many times and to ever pick an over with the Rays. 
So I think the books see see it the way I see it today, and they could see the Rays laying a stinker versus Mitch White in an unlikely spot. It could definitely happen. Now, these two bullpens, pretty decent, right? Tampa Bay 7th in bullpen ERA. Toronto 15th in bullpen ERA. Toronto bullpen's got, you know, got sidearm, sidearm Simber out there. Hopefully, he, he can hold down the fort. But I, I do really like the under in this one. Hopefully, we, we can cash the total back back to totals. But Austin, you might you might have a total for us as well today. Absolutely. I got another one. And I will be going to the White Sox and Tigers game. And I will be taking the under seven and a half runs, similar to you at plus 100 on Caesar Sportsbook. You get in a couple different books, different values, but seven and a half is the line I like. And similar to Logan, kind of looking at that line read, I'm looking at this one. And this line doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You look at Rodriguez and Giolito, combined ERA at 9.43. Yet they're setting this line at seven and a half. So I think the books are clearly expecting the bats to not be brought to the stadium. It's Friday night. Who wants to play baseball this far into the year, especially for two teams on the downturn? They just want to go home or go out and have some fun. Now you look at who's starting for the White Sox, Lucas Giolito, and his kryptonite, the home run ball. This is a guy that's given up 24 home runs this season. And if he's going to give up them, Neil, it's going to happen via the home run, but lucky for him, the Tigers, 30th in home runs this season. This team has not been hitting for a lot of power, and while we do love the Tigers and I bet on them and their team total over recently, team that you know their offense can dry up and put up zero or, or one run in any game. That's what they're capable of doing. And in four starts for Detroit, 4.03 ERA, but the biggest part for Giolito is that 1.16 ERA. If there's anything we know watching Giolito, this guy loves walking people, loves putting free base runners on, and his regular whip is sitting at like 1.5. So the fact that he's been pretty dialed in, not allowing a ton of base runners to Detroit, kind of like that in Detroit, just hitting 217 versus right-handed pitchers in September, which is the fourth worst in the MLB. So I think Giolito can come out. We've seen Giolito, you know, throw complete games before. He has the pitchers in his repertoire to throw a very good game. I th- hopefully does that today. Now, on the other side will be Eduardo Rodriguez. He's going to start 4.36 ERA and a 1.33 whip. I mean, his last start versus the White Sox, which was his last start in general, was pretty solid. 6.1 thirds innings pitched and two hits, two earned runs, and seven strikeouts. The strikeout is a big number because he hardly strikes out. That was the second most stri- struck out batters in the whole season. And he's been limiting the home run ball, zero home runs in six of his last eight starts in. While he is a lefty, and the, you know the White Sox do hit lefties pretty well, he did have their number in that last start. So hopefully he carries a little bit of that momentum over. And Rodriguez, like Giolito, both capable of giving up five runs. They can make this a no-sweat bet in the over direction. Not surprised to see you know 85 to 90% of people on the over. But my argument is that if this was an easy over pick, this line is at least at eight. Probably eight and a half on majority of books, which is where it was in the last time these two teams started. You also look, once these two guys come out of the game, White Sox bullpen, sixth best bullpen ERA over the last 30 games. Tigers, ninth worst, but we know the Tigers have some capable bullpen arms in that bullpen. So I do like this under seven and a half. I don't really know why this line is sitting at seven and a half. I think it should be eight and a half. So I think we're getting a pretty good pitching outing out of both of these two guys. Or maybe the bats just aren't brought to the stadium and they can easily cash this under for us. But as always, Logan, you know what time it is. We are only four away. We need to lock in because it's Nerfy Nation time. Let's go ahead, get after it. We need we need four more. We can do it. Be electric. That will be on Monday. Today we got one you might recognize because we took it yesterday. If you watched yesterday's video, we appreciate you. We cashed out our no on first inning because we're going Brewers and Reds once again. Minus 108 on Caesars. You might get a different value because there's only three bucks with a line right now. But at the moment, we do want to know who will be. If they switch up the pitcher for Logan, when Logan gets to his segment and they switch it to Alexander, I'd probably avoid it at all costs. But if these are the two pitchers, we really do like this one because 
Cincinnati games have nerfied in 11 straight games. So they've been a nerfy nation ally, and we're hopefully they make that 12. Now on the mound for the Reds will be Mike Miner. And let's be honest, Mike Miner, not necessarily, you know, you look at his ERA and you look at his numbers, right? you go, oh, woof. But he's been a nerfy nation ally. He gets the nerfy and then says, I'm out of here. And it just allows a ton of runs after it, but 16 and 3, 1 and 0 versus the Brewers. And what we like is Miner is a lefty. And he's been pitching pretty well versus left-handed batters. 232 batting average allowed to lefties. To righties, it's like 300-something. But Yelich and Telez are going to be the one and the three in the lineup. So that's pretty good news for us. Minor also only a 232 batting average allowed in the first at-bat versus him. If you look at the second at-bat, it's well over 300. Brewers ninth in first inning runs. They obviously got a home run in the second inning last game. But if Lauer or Minor can avoid the home run, I think we have a good chance of getting through those first three outs. Plus, we never lose in the first three. It's always the bottom three. Who's pitching for the group crew today, Logan? Yeah, it's scheduled to be Lauer. Uh, right now, that's that's who it is, and hopefully it stays that way. Lauer, good on Nerfies, right? 20-6 and six on Nerfies, 2-0 and 0, uh, versus Cincinnati. So he's faced them twice and kept kept them out of scoring in the first inning, which you like to see. Lauer, also 210 batting average in first at bat versus him. You know, 169 batting average allowed in the first inning. Lauer, a tough pitcher to face first time through the order, right? Miner is not a tough pitcher to face through the first time. He just allows a lot of soft contact, right? If, if he's not putting on free base runners via walk, Miner usually gets a lot of ground outs or maybe some deep fly balls. I, I don't know if what, what he's in the mood for today. But I, I really do like these two pitchers. Cincinnati tied for 19th and first inning runs. They've been sliding down uh, in, in that category, especially because considering they've you know, nerfied in 11 straight games. The over-under set to eight and a half, a little bit high. You know, you look at these two pitchers, ERA, it makes sense for that. But I really do like this one for a nerfy. Hopefully we don't get any garbage pitcher switch on that, and then we're going to get all the comments in the world about it. Then we have to sit, sit back and reevaluate this one. But for now, we like it. Let's go Nerfy Nation, fly the flags. Yeah, let's fly these flags. Yeah, if it switches to Alexander, we're, we're still going to track it because we obviously gave it out in the video. But if Alexander comes in for Lauer, I don't know if I like this one as much. But I do like that, Nerfy. That's going to be our one of the day. I did look at Diamondbacks Giants. But again, we don't know who's pitching for the Diamondbacks today. If it's Henry, I don't mind it. But they could always switch it with someone else that we have no idea about. So that's our no one first inning of the day. Those are our three plays. Our parlay of the day is coming right up. Kind of doing a twist because we've been really struggling for the parlay. We're going two team totals. Rangers over three and a half. And the Rockies over four and a half. It's plus 220. We like both those two teams to get it done. We appreciate you guys as always for tuning in. Go check out those other couple of videos that are popping up on the screen. Austin Logan will be signing out, but we'll see you guys back again Saturday, hopefully with a winning day, and we'll get back into it. We'll see you guys then.